Hi, this is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief Spartan 117, and you're listening to Geekaholics, all things geek. And finish the fight. Chief, out. But the two towers. Yes, two towers. Um, to me, that is one of the best sequel movies ever. Next to Terminator 2, uh, Empire <laughs> Strikes Back, and it, it's up there with them. Um, you left off Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. What? You didn't talk about... Uh, that's what I'm saying. Direct sequel, not not a skippage. Not, 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 not a direct sequel. Not Temple of Doom. Not Temple of Doom. Temple What's of Doom's wrong a prequel. Temple of Doom. Technically, it is a prequel. I'm not. Doom's I'm a not, prequel. Not, I'm not oh, knocking okay, okay. Temple of Doom, but mm, I like Temple Raiders. of Doom. <laughs> I like but, it better than I do Raiders. I, I said it. Fight me. I'm not going to fight you. I agree. <laughs> no, I'm with talking you. to the listeners. Oh, okay. I said it. Fight me. As a I like movie. Ghostbusters 2 better than the original. Go Q. ahead, fight me. We are going to fight. <laughs> I, got, I got corks over here. Hold on. <laughs> but as a sequel movie, it, it was still really good, in my opinion. No, yeah, completely. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I will. I will <laughs> say that despite my opinion of the first third of Fellowship of the Ring, I am a big fan of the films. Mm-hmm. Um the extended editions in particular. Oh, yes. Um, I've never watched the extended editions. I don't no. remember. I maybe only have only seen them in theaters. Oh, that's because every time... Okay, you're... But I'd rather stay here and play video games. Yeah, yeah, you're directly involved with one of the people who watches those on a yearly basis, but I would assume that you, if you've ever been over there to do it, you probably just pass out. No, I actually took a TV and my Xbox or PlayStation, went in the basement and played video games. <laughs> <laughs> I shit you not. Oh, and well. Lord of the or, uh, Two Towers. Like I remember what happens in the entirety of the movies, but I cannot tell you where it starts and where it ends. I don't remember. It's not. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. Just well, there's I a don't lot of remember. people. There's a lot of people going places in that movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'll be honest. And the, the, were the swamps in that one? Uh, I believe so. Yes, with Gollum. Yeah, and I'll be honest, it's the one I've seen the least out of all three because okay. it's hardly ever on TV. It's true. The two are on TV a lot more. Yeah. A lot well, it's more. Empire Strikes Back Syndrome because they would show A New Hope and Jedi and yeah. rarely would they show Empire. What a I do know what it ends with the Battle of Helm's Deep and Gandalf comes back and saves everyone's ass. Yeah, it's the I do wizard. remember how it ends, but the beginning I can't remember Completely too much. leaving... Uh, That's right, because it, it, it ends with the Riders of Rohan coming back yes, and the, uh, the ghost Hammer. pirate people. Huh? That's in Return of the King. That's all Return of the King. Fuck me. Was that, what was the name of the guy? Um, it's uh, He brought back Aomir yeah. and his and his writers, but in the novel, he brought back Aomir and somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I can't think I can't of who that person is. is. But it was like he was an estranged general of Rohan. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and Aomir sort of took over his place, both parts. In, in the movie, uh, they didn't introduce that second character. Oh, they got the little sleazeball worm tongue in this one. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, so good. Yeah, no, he was... Um, oh, what is that guy's name? And then Gandalf outsmarts everyone. Would you deprive an old man of his walking staff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I told you to take it was a staff! Oh, sorry, yeah. getting all yeah. the tangent here. But... That guy's great. He played Chucky. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, yeah. He I'll was. He oh, was, that's right. That's this is the counting contest. Yeah. Is this also where they take down the elephants? 
That's Oliphants, and that's Return in King. Return of the King. That's the East people that come yeah. in. Yeah. The Haradrim. Mm-hmm. I just remember their uh, But Frodo and <laughs> yeah. Sam get captured by Boromir's brother Faramir <laughs> in the two towers. Yeah, I remember and by that. the end, he lets them go. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I that's also remember the great comedy that's in Two Towers between Gimli and Legolas. Yeah, there's like, a good yeah. back and forth yeah. with them. Yeah. It starts in this one and the third one. Or this one, doesn't Legolas take down a troll and he's like, that still only counts as one. one. It's, yeah. yeah. It's, it's helms. Three helms deep. You must toss me. Yeah. What? I cannot make the jump. You must toss me. Don't tell the elf. <laughs> Don't tell, tell the elf. Mm-hmm. Uh... John Rhys Davis. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so Brad Dourif is Brad Dourif. one tongue. Yes. yes. Uh, even even in the novels, um, Gimli and Legolas start out, they just don't like each other. I know. Yeah. Because there's a lot of enmity between the Elf wood elves, which Legolas is a part of, and the dwarves of, well, just dwarves. Um, uh, so they really do not like each other. And even through the novels, you see them change and grow and evolve into friends based on the circumstances that are happening to them. So at that point in the, uh, in the movies, even then you're like, okay, wow, these guys have really, you know, turned a 180 from where they started out. So I, I always thought that was cool. Uh, Gimli and Legolas, their little contests and, you know, the, the levity breaks because these are heavy movies. You know, there's a lot of dark lot themes. Happens. There's a lot of depressing yep. things that are going on. So those little levity breaks are nice. Like the little, you know, moments with Treebeard where they're not, you know, like destroying <laughs> Isengard, but like, you know, just trying to get him to understand what's mm-hmm. happening. And, you know, the, the, it, there's some unintentionally funny moments, at least for me, like when, uh, he walks out of Fangorn, he's delivering them somewhere, and they walk out of Fangorn to where Saruman has cleared a whole bunch of Fangorn around Isengard. He's just chopped it all down and burned it up. And Treebeard's like, a wizard should know better! (laughs) (laughs) That always cracks me up. It's like, you know, just unintentionally funny there. And, you know, the Ents showing up and tearing down Isengard is all really cool. All the visuals are great, you know, the practical effects and the CG, mm-hmm. you know, everything's really done well. And if I remember right, speaking of practicals, when they tear the dam open, I think that's also practical, it's not CGI, if I remember right. I, I believe know. that's a model. I thought it was a model. Most Give of me an idea a model. of what he did. In, yeah. Personally, I like uh, actual models better. This is me. Most cities and architecture are models, but most, um, like, actual landscaping mm-hmm. was CGI. Well, yeah. There's a couple parts where they were like in a quarry in New Zealand, and they're like staring off, like, "Oh man, look at that! That's awesome! It's a quarry." We can say we've been to Middle Earth, just saying. But yeah. um, oh, don't fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> Windows. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's trying. Pick a time. But the two towers, um, I you really do... see a lot of character development in it as well. You really mm-hmm. do. Sam keeps Frodo going, of course, and then just everyone else kind of maturing. And, and whatnot. Uh, Legolas and Gimli coming together. Mm-hmm. Aragorn becoming more of a leader like he is. And um, what's his name? God, I can't remember what the hell his name is right now. Brain Fart. The King of, uh, of Rohan. Brain Fart McGee. Theoden. Theoden, thank you. And he starts to trust Aragorn at the end of the movie as well, which is kind of huge for the men because, of course, they don't like each other because it's how we are. And that's why I left that up because I meant fucking Windows would try that shit. Yep. Fuck you, Windows. <laughs> um, 
No, I mean, I remember it being in the theater and seeing that battle scene with all of them there, and they start beating on the armor and the shields and stuff, and how that was cool, you know, the in the night with the lightning and the rain and this stuff down them, and also I think they captured the despair mm-hmm. of what they was being trapped in there, you know, because I think it's, what was it, Legolas or Gamble, one of them say, you know, some of these men have seen few two winners, and or some have seen not enough winners, and the others too many. Mm-hmm. Yeah, meaning it was you know young, young and young old, and old so, fighting together. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a Legolas thing. And I think it was. I, th- I think one of them yeah. said it, and the other one finished. Because Gimli in Return of the King, when they're sitting there, the hordes coming in, he's like, "I never thought I'd die like this next to an mm-hmm. elf." Well, what about next to a friend? Yeah, and mm-hmm. he just kind of grins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just done really well because when the battle begins, it rains. And mm-hmm. Theoden goes, and so it begins, which I love to use at work when it snows. St. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick's Day? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And going on what I said with the character development, at the end of that battle when um, Theoden and Aragorn ride out together, it's a huge moment, I think, with those two characters because then they start to trust each other mm-hmm. and start to listen to each other really well, which sets up Return of the King with Rohan. Um, responding to Gondor's aid mm-hmm. in that movie as well. So a lot happens in it. Alex must be pulling over to take yep. the whiz. Yeah, yeah, I did too. The whiz. Um, what else is in that one? I mean, the Battle of Helm's Deep is the big thing. Yeah, that I is mean, the destruction thing at the end. It really and the destruction of Isengard. Isengard as well. And of course, um, Thaden gets out of under Saruman's mm. control, and Gandalf the White comes out as well. Yep. That gets revealed as well in that movie, where he was a gray, becomes a white, and becomes yep. more powerful than Saruman. So, I think anything else Excuse of me. big importance because the sword is not reforged until the next movie. That's Return of the yet. King, because Elrond finally listens to Aragorn, reforges it. No, I thought Aragorn was the one saying, "Don't do it. I don't want it." That's it's not me. Anti-hero, but Elrond does it anyway. That's Return of the King because they're in the camp, and then they go to the Ghost Pirate guys. Then Ghost they go to them pirates. because the sword that can't remember the goddamn name of right it's now. Isildur, wasn't it? No, that's no, that's, no, that's Isildur's era. Narsil. 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 Hey, I got Thank it. You. It just took me the second try. Because Narsil is what gets the Ghost Pirates. To come that's and not help. what he renames it though. No, no he names no. he renames it Anduril, yeah. Flame of the West. That's go. right. But any last thoughts on two towers? Charmin, destroyer of shit. <laughs> Before we go to Return of the King, I think after Return of the King, we'll go to the Hobbit movies, well, which I have the... absolutely nothing to say about. I haven't uh, seen one of them. They're, I refuse uh, to. The third one a... could here. I can sum up the Hobbit movies. They're okay. Well, hold there. on, we'll hold there. on, hold we'll on. Get I there. Sum it up. But any you last see. thoughts on two towers? <laughs> Um, the drowning of Isengard mm-hmm. is yep. probably one of my favorite film scenes of all time. Just the Ents going in there and tearing his shit up, mm-hmm. and you you really get a you really get a a, um, a moment of just how arrogant Saruman actually is because he sends everyone to Rohan. He doesn't even have a token force left behind to defend Isengard. He is so confident in his ability to destroy everything that he sends everyone to 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 Rohan to take out uh, Theoden and Aragorn and everybody else. And well, it just blows up completely in his the face. The other way to look at that is if he wins this battle, the war's over. 
So there's I can, a lot I can of... understand sending everybody because if you win this, it's done. No, it's not entirely done. It's very close to being done, but it's not entirely done. The idea there's a lot of lot of theory about it, and there's a lot of ideas about it. And one of the most prevalent is that Saruman actually wasn't interested in serving Sauron. Saruman wanted the One Ring for himself. He wanted to be Sauron, not work for him. So his whole thing was, is if I can do this, I'll get my hands on the One Ring, even though the One Ring wasn't there for him to get. So it's it's really, you know, there's there's a lot of theory rolling around about it, but I think it shows just how arrogant Saruman was with him, you know. He was. He was Saruman the White. Yeah, you know, he thought that there was no possible way he could fail, and it completely blew up in his face because of the thing that he ignored. He ignored the Ents. He didn't consider them to be a threat or even a part of what was happening. So he figured... <laughs> To be fair, they usually stay out. So. Yeah, but he did the one thing that would get them involved. He destroyed the forest. Yeah. That pissed them off, and it blew up in his face. Damn dirty hippies! Yeah. <laughs> because had it not, you know, they had decided not to fight, and just because Mary and Pip had him walk that way, that so he could see it, mm-hmm. was the only reason that got him involved. And Treebeard is also voiced by John Rice Davies, yeah. who did Gimli. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And Sulla, and Professor yeah. Arturo, in yeah. sliders, and like nine other things. Right. So that that sums up two towers, I think. So let's go on yeah. to Return of the King. Do you want to start with Rankin Bass? <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Let's get it out have, there. Have we already beaten it's... the Rankin Bass dead horse enough? Why is the Return of the King one so bad? Oh God! Just watch it. <laughs> it really is one of those things. If you're, if Watch you're, the train wreck. Look, I'm, I am a advocate for so bad that they're good movies. I love movies that are Troll so two. bad that they roll, <laughs> yeah, that they roll around being good again. Troll Two, Miami Connection, Samurai Cop, um, <laughs> and you uh, assassin. yeah, uh, redundancy. Um, there's, there's so many like really bad uh, movies out there that go around the bend. To being good again, well, like Killer um, Clowns from Outer Space. Well, Killer Clowns from Outer Space is a, is tongue in cheek. It knows that it's a bad movie, uh-huh. and it's not ashamed of being a bad movie. Whereas a movie like Troll Two, the people who made Troll Two thought they were making a good movie, and and that's and that's what's funny about it is because the guy who made Troll Two and his wife, ironically, is the one who wrote it. Um, they are convinced of the superiority of their film. Even though there's not a troll in it. Like, they'll go to screenings in this country where people are watching it, and they're calling it, like, the the best worst movie ever, and they're making fun of it. He doesn't understand that. He thinks that the fans actually appreciate how good the film is. Have you ever seen Troll 2? No, so it's like episode 8. Oh, (laughs) the bell. No, um, I hit you in the head. With that. <laughs> no, it's like you know Santa Claus 
goes to Mars. Yeah, Santa Claus conquers the Martian. Santa Claus and the ice cream bunny. Uh, just plain old Santa Claus. Plan Nine from Outer Space. Plan Nine from Outer Space. These are movies that were taken seriously by the people that were involved, but they're so bad that they actually go around the bend and become good again. Like Twilight. And oh my God. Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh. Oh, no. I just pissed off our last two listeners. Oh. Oh. oh, dear. I'm sorry. You said it actually goes around the bin and becomes good again. Yeah. Unless you were automatically <laughs> thrown out. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I broke out. Oh, we're in so much trouble. Oh. That's okay. If we had any female listeners, we don't anymore. <laughs> That's okay. Uh. <laughs> God Ding the it. bell before I say something stupid yeah. that get us in trouble because I've got something on the brain. <laughs> I need you guys to re-roll this, get this tray on track. Yeah, re-roll critical. Return fail. of the king. Return of the king. Rankin bass or Rankin ass. Return of the king. Uh, well, ah, I was gonna man. say I've never seen him, so I can't. Comment <laughs> so on is, that. is this the one where the frog guy rips off a finger? Is that no, <laughs> um, no. Uh, actually, in my brain, I got the original Rankin Bass Hobbit and um, the Lord, the uh, Return of the King confused. Mm. Um, in the Rankin Bass Hobbit, Gollum looks like uh, he looks <laughs> like a deep one from Lovecraft. Yeah, he, he looks like yes, a fish does. frog yeah. man. <laughs> he doesn't look anything like what you'd recognize. He looks like a fish frog man is exactly what he looks like. And he he does look significantly more humanoid in uh uh the Rankin Bass Return of the King, but no, in that one uh Gollum actually does what he does and he bites off Frodo's finger. Yeah. Taking the ring with it. Um, Here he is. Yeah, that's him. He looks like a fish frog monkey. Yes, he does. With the with the off color ears, like his ears are flesh colored for some reason. The rest of him is green, except for his lips and his ears. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh god. Anyway, uh, so yeah. Bad. Design Here's- choices. <laughs> Shit. Well, to be fair, they're in the 70s. They're probably on LSD or something. Yeah, and that's what he looks like in Return of the King. He looks there closer. He to yeah. yeah, yeah, but they couldn't get away from the fish frog man thing. And it's like, yeah. Continuity. Gollum eats fish. This is a fact. He eats raw fish out of the lake that he lives in under the mountain. But he doesn't look like a fucking fish. He has huge, like, lamp-like eyes. He is described that way as having huge eyes. But for some reason, they kept turning him green, and I don't know why. Like, they they felt it was necessary to have him be some kind of weird fish troll. I, 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 yeah. He 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 does. He looks like Kermit the Frog, and he's got like one tooth sticking up out of the the bottom there. And, and I was always like, because it Jim never Bob the Frog. Yeah, it never shows. It never shows any of the rest of his teeth. So I remember as a kid, like, how did he bite Frodo's finger off? He doesn't have any teeth. It's like toothless. They just shink, 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 shink. So you know, he mouths uh, it off. It's really bad. It's one of those things. Like, if you have the opportunity to watch it. Um, I would say watch it because, you know, definitely it's on. one of those things like if you're sitting around with your friends and you're drinking. I was going to say, let's do them a solid. 
Make it a drinking game while yeah. you watch it. Yeah, make it a drinking game. It drink anytime something happens in that movie that doesn't happen in the books, you'll be fucking you'll be calling the ambulance halfway through the movie. Oh, so it's like our Christmas vacation <laughs> like yeah. we did. Yeah. It, it's or six beers in the first it, yeah, twenty minutes I of mean, the movie. It's it's <laughs> so abridged as to be laughable. Aragorn looks like a fucking clown. It's it's terrible. It's just terrible. But it's worth watching if you've got a gang of friends together and you're all Lord of the Rings fans and you got a six pack of beer. You know, it's one of those things that you can sit around and you can enjoy in those circumstances. Because you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna be chugging. But if you're gonna if you're gonna sit down and seriously watch it as a film, you're not <laughs> going to enjoy yourself at all. You're just gonna be sitting there yelling what the fuck at the TV the entire time. Yep, there he is. <laughs> like, who the fuck is that? He <laughs> looks kinda he manish. Yeah. Like King Rand. I mean, and, but in, in all fairness, that was probably popular at the time. Skeletor so. to King Randall. Yeah. Skeletor to Randall. But it's, it's really bad. Uh, the Hobbit one, um, Bilbo just, like, he has, his eyes are way yeah, too big. I and he's sound Bilbo. Here he and is. he's sporting a Jufro. And <laughs> a red Jufro, isn't it? <laughs> he looks, yes, it is. He the red looks Jufro. like he belongs yeah. on Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah. <laughs> he's got the, the bunny buck teeth going. <laughs> It's yeah. it's pretty bad. Oh, it's, anyway, yeah. Oh, so let's go into serious territory now. Serious Return of the King. Yeah. Peter Jackson. Uh huh. One of the greatest movies ever, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. It's it's so so well Ooh, done. That works better. What? I I swiveled our high tech oh. microphone holder, and ah. actually is holding it close to me, ah. so I have to keep pulling okay. it in. But it is just so well done. The ultimate good and evil fight, in my opinion, at the end of that, it's. It's so damn good. It's on caliber with the second battle, with, I should say, the, the Battle of Endor, with everything that happens with the Battle of Good and Evil. It, it's just really well done. Okay. And obviously it... You... Hold on. You are going to have to clarify that <laughs> statement, sir, you because you just it? compared one of the most compelling good versus evil battles into the wor- in the world to... Guys in white armor fighting in the <laughs> no, 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 no. forest against teddy bears. That's, that's not the one I'm talking about. I'm talking about Darth Vader. Okay, you're talking the about the Vader that's Luke what I'm Emperor about. dynamic. That's okay. that. That's the one I'm talking. About. I'm not talking about the damn characters. Because bears. there's nothing in Return of the King that compares <laughs> no, 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 to people no, no, no. so hopelessly <laughs> short-sighted no. as to send. People in stark white uniforms into a forest to fight three foot teddy bears. It sounds like okay. something the white There's... wizard would do. <laughs> something something Saruman would do. Yeah, I'm not talking about the the, the damn Care Bears. Okay, is, I'm talking about the Death Star battle with. with the character development that happens at that—that's what I'm talking about. There's a lot of, of there's a lot more character interaction yes. going than there is like actual fighting. Yes. It's and, and I'm going to go off on a tangent here real quick. To me. In, in Return of the Jedi, there's more going on between Luke, mm-hmm. Vader, and the Emperor mm-hmm. than was ever going on on any lightsaber oh. fight during the prequels. Oh, I agree. The fact that a lot of people are like, oh, but the choreography in the prequels nope. is so much better. Yeah, it is. But there's nothing going on emotionally. It's just mm. two guys with glow sticks whacking it's, at each other. Yeah. I would preface that Rings of the Sith is- outside of the Kenobi-Anakin fight. Because there's, there's, there's emotion there. to that one. But compared it's to... fighting. Compared that's to the, neither here nor there, and we've had that well, discussion. Compared to Death Star 2, though, 
There's Vader's, nothing going on. Vader saves Luke from turning to the dark side and yeah. then loses and returns back to the light. That's, but there's more going on between the characters. Yes. And and, yeah. and that's something that we carry back into Lord of the Rings. Let's get back on track. Yeah. Um, I'm not the one bringing up the Star Wars train all the time. I, now, I said, I said I was going to go off on a tangent. I'm just amazed it's not me. Okay. <laughs> so, um, but in Lord of the Rings, there's so much going on mm-hmm. between the characters that... Or Return of the King, excuse me. Return of the King. There's so much going on between all of the main characters there... That it adds depth to what would otherwise be just a boring slog through a battlefield that you don't really care about. It's to me, it's a very satisfying movie because shit gets done. The people you want to win win, and it's just a good feeling after you watch it. As compared to Revenge of the Sith, where which leaves me in a bad mood after I watch it. No, (laughs) not that part. Not that part. I hate you. Oh wait, not that part. It appears she lost the will to live. (laughs) (laughs) That one. (laughs) That's kind of what the little robot sounded like. It it is. But aside from the shitty dialogue that George Lucas has no business writing, you know what Tom sounds like? That's what they call boobs. That is exactly what they called boobs in South Park. And it was Leia. Ah, Tom. But it's true. But can you. Ah, Tom. Ah, Tom. Can you name another movie where the bad guys win? Because they win in every way in that movie. Which one? Revenge of the Sith. Well, I can't say dodgeball because I actually make fun of that fact in the after credit scene. <laughs> um, you, I, I will think. I don't want to bring this to a screeching halt. That's what I'm saying. That's why, it, to me, it's such a good movie. <clears throat> the Krampus. Because the bad guys actually win. No, the, Kramp, the, the Krampus that came out like a year and a half ago or two years ago. Krampus, Krampus wins. wins. But there's like mm-hmm. three. There's no, like, like the actual one. There's like three in, Krampus movies. The one that, that was actually in the theater. Yeah. Okay. The Krampus wins. So yeah, return but anyway, Return the of the King. Krampus always wins. It's to me National Lampoon's Vacation. It is the ultimate. I know I compared it to Return of the Jedi, but it is the ultimate good versus evil fight, and good wins. Now, if I remember right, um, at the end, who does Aragorn fight at the end of the actual movie? I can't remember. I don't remember. Uh, he doesn't it's... actually physically fight anybody. Like right before the ring is destroyed, yeah. he does cut the head off the mouth of Sauron. Okay, in the but books... that's in the extended edition only. Because he he fight. That's right. Because he fights the mouth of Sauron in the regular edition. He no, does he doesn't not. fight him. He just cuts his head off. Yeah, yeah. In the book, so, if I'm remembering right, during his inauguration as king, doesn't a ring race show up and try to kill no. him? No. 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 What am what, I thinking of? It, no, I don't what, know. I know what you're thinking of. It's what I was going off of. In the original um If we're talking movie, about the Witch King of yes. Angmar, um, Eowyn and Mary yes. kill the Witch him. King of Angmar. I am no man. Sorry, but yeah. anyway. But I am no man. In the Witches. original screenplay and the original cutting, he actually fights a version of Sauron. He comes down and fights Aragorn, and Aragorn beats him. But they CGI the mouth of Sauron over him later on is what happened, if I remember right. Yeah, but there's there's no fight. Yeah. Um he he's taunting Aragorn, mm-hmm. the mouth of Sauron is, and Aragorn just rides over to him on his horse yeah. and just cuts his fucking head yeah. off. Yeah. Tell and that's nights. what that's what starts the whole fight. Yeah, that's um, right. I loved the mouth of Sauron in the movie. 
Uh, in the Rankin Bass, <laughs> he's terrible. He looks retarded. Yeah. Um, in the books, it's uh, he's called a black Numenorian. Um, way, way back when Aragorn's people, the men of Numenor, were still a big thing, Sauron managed to sway them and start getting them to do, like, bad things for Sauron. So, uh, the black Numenorians that he was talking about in the book when, um, when Tolkien was describing the mouth of Sauron, that's what he's talking about. So... The mouth of Sauron is actually maybe not like a direct ancestor, but one of the people that Aragorn came from. Mm-hmm. One of those people, the men of Numenor, of which Aragorn is like one of the last. So it's it's kind of an ironic thing that, you know, Aragorn cuts his head off because he's like, he's not only eliminating this, you know, insulting braggadocio, but he's also... Like getting a, a small measure of, of righteousness in destroying like a betrayer. So it's it's you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of a twofold little thing that's going on. But you would don't you wouldn't know that unless you read the book. Because in the movie it doesn't even allude to that no. in the even no. in the slightest, even in the extended editions. Now You wanted me to come up with the movie where the good guys didn't win? <clears throat> Talladega Nights, Ballad Rookie Bobby. Talking about a serious movie. That's, yeah, that's not <laughs> <doesn't mean>. no, <laughs> you serious said, as can be. You said one in which the good I guys did. did not win. I did. Ricky the, Bobby does not win the last race. My point is, there's not very many of them out there. You want a fun fact about uh, Talladega Nights? Yeah. Uh, reading an article about uh, actors that played characters that became they became that character in real life. The kid that played Rick, young Ricky Bobby <laughs> that wants to go fast oh, has been arrested like a hundred times on like high speed chases and like go oh. and all this like crashes and everything like he goes fa- he drives fast. It's kind of like Jake Lloyd. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna go there, but I didn't. I'll try spinning. That's a good trick. <laughs> How many times has he been in jail now? Um, what so- are you doing? Tilted too far and got the target oh. in you. <laughs> oh. Hey, you want the cap? <laughs> like I'd eat a damn bunch of cat litter. <laughs> <laughs> you can see it, folks. <laughs> uh, it's not eye of the hawk disgust, but it's close. <laughs> you, you tipped it too oh, far Oh, hell up. no. I can still, that still had a good taste to it. It's just gritty like cat litter. <laughs> you tipped it too far up. Uh. I really don't. Because if it's not Gritty Kitty, it stinks. <laughs> ah, I don't, like I said, I don't really... That was a Red and Stimpy joke. That was a Red and Stimpy joke. Did you get it? <laughs> I was wondering where it came from. I didn't watch Red and Stimpy. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Red and Stimpy is Looney Tunes on, on no, I know what like, it is. cocaine oh, and yeah. acid. I know what it is, it. I just never watched it. Yeah, Red and Stimpy <laughs> is, is Looney Tunes on cocaine and acid at the same time. Um... Well, I guess I think Christopher's pulling over to take the whiz right now, yeah, too. Yeah, he's taking the whiz. Nice. <laughs> <sighs> no, I mean, I remember, you know, all of us going and saying Return of the King. I remember, okay, it was, because you came off two towers, you know. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is a great movie. It's going through, going through. The only bad thing I had about that is it was one of those, is it over yet? Is it? It's going to end it here. It ended oh, no. like eight times. Oh, no, and it's the book ending. ends no, like 22 times. So. Yeah, it's very oh, it's true. Ending. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> that hey, is also know, true. I will say... 
I don't think I've ever been as bored in a, in a theater seeing a movie as I was seeing the original Underworld because I was honestly counting dots in the ceiling tile. Yeah, that was the that's when you, me, and Sarah and Steve you, fell, you completely fell asleep yeah. and started snoring louder than the movie. Yep. I don't remember what the other without two were doing. Drinking. Without drinking. <laughs> without drinking. I mean, I fell asleep in a lot of movies, but usually because I was drunk. So <laughs> Now... Super Troopers out? at the Palace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that second one's so close to coming out. Yes, that's true. Now, what is your favorite part in The Return of the King? Uh, the original film or the extended edition? <laughs> Let's just go with any any version. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, unfair because I have one from both. Okay. The new, um, let's do one from both then. Uh, from the original, it's definitely got to be the moment when Aragorn jumps off the ship. Um, and he's walking towards the orcs and they're all laughing at him. And then all the ghosts surge over the ghosts. And yep. they just, all the orcs are like, oh, fuck. And yeah, that was, that was probably my favorite moment from the original. From the extended edition, it was the addition of the Mouth of Sauron. Mm-hmm. Because I was actually really sad that they didn't put him in the original version. Because that's, it's a very poignant scene. It's the first time... Yes, it's by proxy, but it is the first time that Sauron talks to anyone Mm -hmm. in the films. All you see is a giant, you know, guy in armor. Cheesecake factory. And then after that, it's just an eye. The eye. That's all you get. You know, even the black speech that happens when Frodo turns on the ring, that could be anybody. You know, that could be any voice. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily have to be Sauron's voice. It's just the black speech. It's just what's written on the ring. That's all he's saying. So, you know, that could even be in Frodo's head. The mouth of Sauron, that part is the first time that Sauron speaks to anyone. Even in the books. Mm-hmm. Sauron doesn't speak to anyone. So, it's it, it, was a, it was an important, poignant scene. Because you could... It expressed Sauron's derision of Aragorn himself. And that was omitted from the original, so that's why it's my favorite in the extended. I don't I, I honestly can't remember anything outside of pirate ghost pirates. So. They're not pirates though. <laughs> they they come came off, the off of the Corsair ships, <laughs> yes, but they're not pirates. pirates. No. We keep saying ghost pirates. They're not I, you know, they're, they're ghost not. pirates. That's fine. The the Corsairs <laughs> the Corsairs were actually all those ships were part of Sauron's Arn. deal. Yeah. But uh, Aragorn intercepted them with the Oathbreakers, the ghosts, and killed them all and then took See, so the they ships. are pirates. No. They took ships, the they're pirates. are not pirates. <laughs> that Aragorn's a pirate. I don't care. Someone's a pirate. They took the ships. Sure there are enough. men who fled battle before it was done. No, they refused to they're show the up. <laughs> they were supposed to be there for the battle against Sauron during the last war of men and elves, and they never showed, showed up. up. The joke still doesn't change. They're the French. <laughs> now they're French pirates. <laughs> but that doesn't work. Pirates oh. actually fight. <laughs> oh, wee wee. Oh, hey, hey, vitamin C. You drank the wine over there. But... <laughs> Hey, this is not. This is a Scottish wine. That's, that's American. It's American. It's not Scottish wine. But anyway, McNaughton. What, what was your favorite moment from Return of the King, Keith? When the ghost ghost pirates. Yeah. Yeah. 
Chris? <laughs> ghost pirates is a thing now. Ghost, and then and I'm with um, you in the extended where you see him mm. cut the head. Mine's I, a little different. I do like when they're, because mine's quick, I do like when they're standing there like Gimli and Legolas, and Gimli's all like, oh, I never thought I'd go yeah. out like this, standing next to an elf. You, it culminates their friendship and their development. Yeah. What about next from... to a friend? They're just like, kind of shitting and grin, like, yeah, we're friends. <laughs> and then, boom. Now, to me, um, my favorite part is probably when uh, Aragorn bows to the hobbits at the end of everything before they go back to the Shire. It's a little cheesy, but it strikes a chord with me because I am short, like a <laughs> hobbit. <laughs> and but you don't have fuzzy feet, so you can't no, lead Hobbiton. <laughs> but throughout the entire movie, nobody takes him seriously except for Gandalf. He is the only person that takes the Hobbit seriously. No one else does. Yeah, she has a whole speech about what actually yeah. t- keeps the darkness at bay. No one else does until Aragorn bows to them. My friends, you bow to no one, and everyone bows to them. To me, it's powerful because mm-hmm. I am short, and I have experienced it. No one really does take you seriously if you're short. They really don't. You live longer. It's true. <laughs> I get the last laugh. But to me, that was powerful because I was short, and someone finally did take the Hobbit seriously. It's you know, I really like was that short, scene. and people took him seriously. And the Hobbits really don't know what to French. do with that. If you remember the original, they don't know what to do. They're like, oh, shit, everyone's bowing to us. What the fuck do we do? They just kind of stand there all awkwardly. Because that's, that's what I would do. Yeah, right? I'm fairly certain that that was <laughs> Tolkien's intent, though. Yeah, exactly. Is to have these unassuming, mm-hmm. you know, often average misjudged, Joe. underappreciated, yeah. average Joe-type mm-hmm. characters who have never... They weren't raised to be warriors. No, no. they never. They, they were never the trained. <laughs> they, they never lived a life of hardship. You know, I mean, the hardest thing that they ever probably had to deal with in their lives was maybe like a, a semi bad harvest yeah. one year. Yeah. You know, so they never dealt with these things. They'd never been involved in the quote unquote great matters of the world, and here they were, the linchpins of the entire so, thing, like. The Witch King of Angmar would not have been destroyed had it not been for... Um, Pippin. Pippin. Was it Pippin? Or was it Merry? Was it Pippin? I don't know. Okay. It's it was Pippin. either Merry or Pippin. Pippin. But yeah. it was Pippin because Merry no. was to the king. No, I'm sorry. It's Merry. Pippin's with the steward. Okay. Well, it's, yeah, Mary. No, it's Merry. So, it's Merry. It, the Witch King of Angmar never would have been destroyed if it hadn't been for Merry. Um, the... Uh, the... Um, the Palantir, that whole deal and knowing when the attack was coming and everything like that wouldn't have happened without Mary. You know, uh, or that was Pippin. Perry, yeah. Um, yeah that sorry, was Pippin. Pippin. Yeah, Perry you know, and Took. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. Uh, and so. You know, all, the, all these things would not have happened the way that they happened without the Hobbits being directly involved. So, yeah, that's, that's a really poignant m- moment in the film that it's like, here's these people. That nobody has ever given half a damn about, with the exception of Gandalf. Mm-hmm. And maybe Aragorn, to a lesser extent. To a lesser extent, he does. Nobody's given a damn about them whatsoever. And here they are. They're the reason for all of this. And I really think that was Tolkien's intent. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's character writing 101. When we first, you know, just to do a throwback here. When we first meet Luke, what is he? He's a whiny farm boy. Yeah. And he ends up he ends up being the the like major driving force behind the rebellion's victory through all three films. That's you know, that's how you write a character. 
So I have a question. But extended oh. edition, it's Mouth of Sauron because, like you said, it's the first time you you hear Sauron ever. Yeah. And everyone's like, "Fuck you, man! I want to listen to your shit." And he goes out and cuts his head off. It's perfect. Anyway. So here's a question. This is something that was alluded to in two movies, and it was, if I remember right, a somewhat not not a huge part of Return of the King, but. A prevalent enough part, the scouring of the Shire was not in the films. No, the films. No, not in the films. Why not? Why did they not put that in there? Um, I don't know if you... I don't, honestly don't know the kind answer. Of, kind of like what I said. You have the <clears throat> ultimate battle of good and evil, but it didn't matter at the end. I don't think the general audience would have liked that. I really don't think they would. Is it, okay. So you're saying it's we because were, the American audience can't take the good guys having some pain at the yes. end. Yes, we were won. we were discussing we were discussing how many times Return of the King ended. Mm-hmm. That would have been another like two endings. Because yeah. that is the if reason. you added that in <laughs> at that and, point, if we've already had twelve, what's fourteen? The major driving force behind that was Saruman. Mm-hmm. Between yeah. he went back to the Shire with his. Thieves and brigands and all that. And he's the one who did that to the Shire. He was dead. So you obviously couldn't yeah. put that in there. If they had added that in there, it would have added another hour, hour and a half onto the film. So for cinematic purposes, I can understand taking that out. And Not like Tom Bombadil in The Fellowship yeah. of the Ring, where that's a very important point. And it's 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. it's 15, <laughs> min- 15, 20 minutes at best. The scouring of the Shire would have taken an hour, mm-hmm. hour and a half. So I can understand them omitting yeah. that. Because it's just another series of endings. Merry and Pippin and Sam are already established as the well-rounded good characters that they are by the end of The Return of the King. In the novel Return of the King, you really get the final, you know, point that these are important people now. And it's, uh, I think a lot of it has to do with Tolkien just overdoing things. I really think <laughs> like the that, appendices. That, yeah, I really <laughs> think I really think that the scouring of the Shire is not a thing that needed to be done. No. And those of you that haven't read the books, that's the reason Frodo leaves. It's the scouring. Not the, entirely. Not entirely, but it's a driving factor. Yeah, it is. It is driving why factor. He leaves. Because at that point, after that happens. Frodo has decided, I've been involved in these great matters long enough. I can take no more. And he only lasts like maybe one or two more years in the Mm -hmm. Shire before he goes to the Grey Havens like he does at the end of the film. And to point out, only the ring bearers are invited to the Grey Havens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Sam was a ring bearer, so he does go eventually. but yes. He eventually does go over there. No, he does not. No, he stays. He dies in the Shire. Does he? he I he went over. uh, No, he and... um, um, Rosie, yeah, the woman he marries, they have 13 children, mm-hmm. and he dies in the Shire, mm-hmm. uh, living in Hobbiton, and he's like the mayor in a very important yeah. Hobbit. Zeke is bag, bag they also changed their name from Gamgee to Garden, mm-hmm. which I know, which I'll get into here in a little bit. Um, so Return of the King, best of the trilogy? Academy Watt... Let's leave the Academy Awards aside because we all know that's political and bullshit. I so, think I would like personal opinion. Personal opinion, I like Two Towers the best. Okay. Yeah, probably Two Towers is. Um, I don't know. Abstain is that a, is that an option? Yeah, you can abstain. <laughs> I think Return of the King is the best of the trilogy, just basically because of everything comes to a focal point. Mm-hmm. All the character development reaches its climax. 
you know, the story reaches its climax. Everything important happens. You know, there it doesn't. Return of the King doesn't feel like there's any filler in there for me. And to be fair, there's not a whole lot of filler going on in the first two films, by and large. But it feels like there's no filler it's at all. It's supposed to happen. Yeah. yeah. Everything that's happening is supposed to be happening. It doesn't... It's not added in. I, I like Helm's Deep, but you don't really get to see um, Sam be a total badass until... Return of the King. King. Yeah. So. He's the reason Frodo succeeds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He really is. Both the movie and the book. So now we'll take a brief foray into the games. <laughs> I got one I'm going to rant about, but I'm going to wait. Um, so the very one first one that I, I ever played was the Fellowship of the Ring on the Super Nintendo. It is a top-down adventure game and has absolutely no... <laughs> clue about how to be a top-down adventure game it's a bad Zelda because if you no 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 it's not even that good if you don't know anything about the lord of the rings so it's an atari game on snes no the graphics are actually pretty good for what it is i mean it's a 16-bit game but they call it lord of the rings volume one volume one that's what they call yeah it's it was supposed to be part of a trilogy and never made it to past volume one if you don't know what happens in the Lord of the Rings games, or in the Lord of the Rings itself, oh you have no concept of how to play this game. Mm. This looks terrible. It is terrible. You don't know Ugh. where to go, what to do, who to talk to, what's happening, or anything. This is obviously a Fellowship Frodo. What a foul thing to happen. The Willow has taken Merry and Pippin. It's a screenshot from the game that I'm reading. Oh, it's bad. It looks bad. Um, that is the only one I'm aware of before. Two Towers was one on PS2. Or GameCube is where I played it. Yeah. Uh, before and that the, was a good one. I like oh, that. The movie licensed games. Oh, no. He looks like a monk. I don't know who that is. But he looks like a monk. <laughs> I think that's Frodo's. That looks like Steam. I don't. I don't know. I'm going off the fact that it's a glowing blue sword I next to him. I don't know. It looks bad. Yeah, he looks like a retarded Friar Tuck. <laughs> it looks bad. I mean, and, and keep in mind, I don't oh. use the word retarded that often. So that'll, <laughs> that'll tell you the oh. quality of that picture. This game looks bad. I'm going to have to play it at some point. <laughs> I would emulate it. Geekaholics play bad games. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, my what about let's talk about least favorite games? Since we're on this this pile of crap, let's talk about least favorite game. Well, I just talked about there it. There we yeah. go. I've only played the one, I think. Yeah, I, well, no, I played. No. I played two towers on PS4, which was fine. I did not play Return of the King. I didn't play you Conquest. Mean PS2, you mean PS2? Mm. You said PS4. yeah, PS2. Mm. Um, I. Played Shadow of Mordor. Son of a bitch. So honestly, I guess out of the two that I've played, Shadow of Mordor. Yeah, I, those are the only two I've played. And I liked both of them. So really, there's not a bad... <laughs> no. Terrible dramatic flashbacks here. I mistakenly in college... It's so bad. ...bought Lord of the Rings Conquest. And, and Ooh, see, 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 I read reviews and, <laughs> and, and dodged that. But let's, so let me talk about Lord of the Rings Conquest. Reviews said it was Star Wars Battlefront set in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so I'm a Battlefront fan. Was that the an good, EA review? <laughs> the good Battlefront, mind you. 
made by Pandemic. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, this will be good. So I, I bought it, and I got my, my best friend to buy it, Brian. He bought it. <laughs> suckers. And we both paid extra money to get it shipped in two days so we could play this son of a bitch. Oh, you're big suckers. And it was a big pile of trash and i have been this that disappointed since episode one <laughs> betrayed <laughs> been that betrayed since episode one that game the anticipation is was palpable utter <laughs> fucking trash we played online the hobbits fight in this game i'm going to repeat that the oh, hobbits oh i played the hobbit i played the this, hobbit that sierra the computer made. i it remember the that computer i remember that it was a, a slightly above average platformer Kind of blah, though. <laughs> but Lord of the Rings Conquest. So I played it. And online, everyone was a fucking hobbit because you could shoot arrows and hide in the fucking bushes and you couldn't hit the sons of bitches Welcome because the hitbox was small. <laughs> you couldn't hit the motherfuckers. <laughs> and it, oh, it got worse. I, there were two campaigns. Well, it got worse. <laughs> there were two campaigns. There was a good guy campaign, which was fun, and the bad guy campaign where you were a fucking ring wraith. And I could not beat the first fucking level because it gave you meant to do something that took four minutes to do. Sounds like Superman the game. <laughs> and I could not beat it. What a god-awful pile of fucking shit that game was. And Hallelujah. Was Holy, Holy shit. shit. Where's the dialogue? It was a terrible fucking game. Terrible. Terrible, terrible. Terrible. Uh, That's terrible and horrible. And no sequel came, and no one tried to make one like it since. Nope. It was a great concept, but they just sucked they the had ass that, at it. They had that MOBA one that they tried to do on Xbox. Uh-huh. Uh, Battle of Middle Earth, was that? That, that was an RTS, right. wasn't it? I thought Battle of Middle Earth was uh, a, That was an RTS, RTS one, and then they, had, really they had Lord of the Rings Online. They had a yes, mo- uh, Lord of the Rings Online is what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Trash. There um, was a whole host. There has been... A whole host of Lord of the Rings, RPGs, online games, MOBAs, all yeah. these different things that they've tried to do with Lord of the Rings, and they've just been abysmal. Mm-hmm. Um, the animation that Sierra Hobbit one was kind of like the Ron, the uh, whatever the Rankin fuck Bass. Rankin Bass. It was like Ron Dahl. Wait, no, remember, that's Charlie and Chocolate Factory. If I remember, there was a spot you couldn't get through because it like glitched or something. If I remember right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> in the cave. Yeah, uh, and then I just stopped trying playing. Trying to get the rain, and you stopped playing it. I remember that. But, I, uh, Battle for Middle Earth was a really good one, if I remember right. And um, I played Shadow Mordor. Really good game, but to me, it got really comp- uh, repetitive. I didn't like Shadow Mordor. I think the reason I stopped playing it is because you could be completely hidden, or you didn't even know where you were yeah. at yourself, yeah. and yet they would be like, oh, you're fucking over here, jackass, let me yeah. go kill you. Yeah. I'm like, what? How? I will say that if you were a fan of um, Shadow of Mordor, mm-hmm. if you give Shadow of War a try, you'll like it. Because it is that because what Shadow of Mordor was supposed to be? It takes everything that was wrong with Shadow of Mordor and repairs it, and everything that was good and leaves it the fuck alone. I'll pick Sounds it up like when it's 20 game. bucks. Huh? Sounds like an EA game. It is an EA game. Yeah, I know it? it is. That's why I said it. So but no, like, uh, it is one, right? I will say that Shadow of War does have a lot of microtransactions. EA? You don't need them. You yeah. don't need a single one. I never buy that shit anyway. Yeah, you... I played through the entire campaign, which I will say is engrossing and fun to get through. Um, and I didn't get a single piece of... Oh. I'll be getting that play. when it goes twenty dollars. 
I think I played Shadow Mordor on. Did I buy it for my PlayStation before? Decided. To I not have it on work Xbox anymore? One. Maybe it was Xbox, but I'll be getting. I'll get it PC. when it's a cheap buy. I'll be that, the, that style you probably of game, won't have to wait much longer. I was going to say, it should be by now. Yeah, I think I saw it, it probably on sale. is by now. Around I, Black Friday, it was cheap. I picked it up on sale brand mm-hmm. new, so... Which I need to fix my PlayStation. The, yeah. the next game of that style I'm probably going to play is going to be the Spider-Man one on PlayStation. So That looks freaking amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man Gotham. <laughs> Spider-Man Gotham. <laughs> Arkham, Arkham whatever the fuck. Arkham Spider-Man. Yeah, it's it's thirty dollars. Looks like yeah, a lot of yeah it might be right a good I'll wait gamble. Another, I'll wait till a Steam sale. Good for PC. That's true. Well, the new PC I had to get is actually better than an Xbox One X. So, fuck it, <laughs> I'll get it on that. But anyway, so Lord of the Rings Conquest, my worst <clears throat> experience of the fucking Lord of the Rings game. <laughs> God awful game. Now, I will say, since we're talking about games, I do have the card games in there. And they're actually pretty well built. Not played um, those. The DC cheap. deck building, they're Cryptozoic ones. So the Lord of the Rings ones are first, and then they kind of took that and made the DC ones. Then kind of kept tweaking it. Um, the first one is Fellowship of the Rings. I don't think they ever made a Return of the King one. But it's Fellowship of the Ring. And... Um, you had special abilities and stuff like the DC one, <clears throat> only they didn't get they didn't shuffle back in the deck. They got to keep them out, so you could get way overpowered real quick if you could do certain combos. Um, and they fixed that in the the two towers. You actually shuffle those back into your deck, but at a certain point in the game, there are spots of the wall that were getting attacked, and if any spot of the wall broke, there was a breach. You enter what's called impossible mode. And they're not fucking lying. Good luck defeating any of those assholes if it hits impossible mode. Mold. Mode. But you could also mix and match. You could put the two together. You could leave them separate and they're each a standalone game or you could put them together and then you could have more options and crap. But they're fun. We can play them sometime. I think I still remember how to play them. I think. I've always, always been a big fan of Lord of the Rings. Um, you know, uh, I will say that, you know, Lord of the Rings is a big part of why I started playing Dungeons and Dragons in the first place. Lord of the Rings is a is a big reason why I was into the fantasy genre as That's a, a lot whole. Of you know, um, Lord of the Rings defined what an elf is, what a dwarf is, what a dragon is all those things for me because I read, you know, like The Hobbit at such a young age. Um, you know, all of those things. Uh, I think anybody who's into fantasy at all will say that Lord of the Rings is an important part of that. Even in this day and age, you know, when a lot of kids, you know, may not read the actual books, they still have the films, they've got all the games, they've got all these things. It's such a rich vibrant universe that's often unremarked upon or unappreciated, especially in our particular group of friends. We don't do a lot of talking about Lord of the Rings. You know, we, yeah. we're, Especially we're big, Star Wars. yeah, we're big Brandon Star Wars Keith, fans. Er, to Brandon me, and Josh, you, you get know, talking about, we're, yeah, we're to me, the, the lore is right there with, with yeah. uh, Star Wars rather. And I think had, had this group of friends been around with another trilogy of movies coming out, I think we would have that. We would have yeah. those discussions. It's just you don't. It's a game, you know. Yeah. Shadow of War. So we, you got really no. Got we right worked now. together for the Hobbit. That's true. 
but the Hobbit movies, <laughs> which we're almost skipped over. Thank you very much. A one or two movie series that they drug out in three. At most, anyway. it was two movies. Yeah, I, um, I, the first one's fine. The second one's fine. The third one I like to call Thorn's Acid Trip. Yeah, I haven't. Seen no, I shit you not. I haven't. Seen, I haven't seen the third one. I've just I've seen, seen one two. fifteen minutes of one of them. I can't you remember don't which one. See it's the, the one? one where they're jumping on barrels. That's a sad Fighting second perks one. at the same time. Second one. Second. Yeah, I yeah, was done. I was the out. First, I remember right. I was done. Yeah, because yeah. they get out of the they get out of the caves. Again, so, in it way too much. But anyway, and Legolas and wanna, all the stuff. Legolas was never in the all the book. stuff. Let me talk. Sorry. Let me talk. All the stuff that wasn't in the Hobbit that they added just for shits and giggles is like mm-hmm. all in the third one. He was, but he wasn't mentioned, but not. A predominant not figure. specifically missed. in it. He's in the Hobbit. No, I mean like in the movies. Mentioned. Though he's well, in it. Yeah. yeah, in the movies he's a predominant figure, but in the books he's not. No. He's just kind of there, but not. There. He's a background there, character. but not there. Yeah, yeah, background character. During the whole audience with King Thranduril, mm-hmm. who Legolas is the son of, he's present, yeah. but not specifically mentioned. Yeah. So he is, you know, that adds another element to Legolas's character when he becomes friends with Gimli because he was there for that whole thing. Yeah, he saw those stinking dwarves. Yeah, he didn't he like them at all. Yeah. yeah. Most of them. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to a YouTube channel that people may not be familiar with. It's called Men of the West. And they do videos regarding character histories location histories and they do a lot of what if videos like for example one of my favorite ones that they do is what if faramir had gone to rivendell instead of boromir and it it really alters everything that happens afterwards they're really well done probably wouldn't have stole the ring it actually ends up worse Believe it or not, because Boromir still the ring. The hobbits don't leave. They stay. Boromir, while you know, involved in doing the you know the thing of stealing the ring or trying to steal the ring from Frodo, Faramir never does that. So the group stays together a lot longer, and things explode a lot worse, and the whole thing just sort of implodes at the end. Like Faramir tries leading, um, Sam and Frodo. Frodo into Mordor and ends up failing. It's because Gandalf's not there to keep everyone alive. Right. So it's it's really kind of interesting. Their what if videos are really interesting. Another really good one is what if Galadriel had accepted the ring hmm. when Frodo <laughs> offered it to her? What if she had just taken it? And it ends up being just as bad. Hmm. She brings down Sauron and everything like that, but she ends up altering the entire world to suit her image. So it, it ends up being just as bad off as before. Like the whole world is uh, is basically swallowed by uh, the 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 forest. The um, Lothlorien. Lothlorien. Yeah. yeah, the whole world gets swallowed by Lothlorien because she decides that that's the way the world needs to be. So she swallows the world with it, and it's 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 really interesting. Like. What if Gandalf, they have one, what if Gandalf had accepted the ring? What if Sauron got his hands on the ring? There's there's all these really interesting videos. What if the Balrog never showed up? Uh, 
No, they don't do one of that, but they do do a history of the Balrogs. Because if he doesn't show up, we don't get Gandalf the White, so... Right. But there's there's a ton of them, and he invites requests. Um, well, there he you tells, go. Request that yeah, one, Alex. He tells everybody, get on our Facebook page and make requests. Um, he does one a week. Um, I don't know if it's just him or if it's a group of people, but it's really good. And if you're... If you're a big fan of Lord of the Rings lore like I am, um, it's definitely something to check out. <laughs> wow. Is there anything else we haven't hit on yet? We kind of did our smattering of uh, stuff we, there. We did kind of skip over one, one of the greatest Lord of the Rings games that invoked many a, many a, many a, many a game tonight. Oh, Risk? They're, they're at the lounge <laughs> of Oh, yeah. oh Lord, of the, Lord of the Rings Risk. <laughs> <laughs> no, now... For those of the uninitiated, you don't let me and Keith be on a team on Risk. We ended a game of Risk on the first turn. <laughs> the first turn of the game. Because in Lord of the Rings Risk, you had three good guys and two bad guys. And the bad guys were shitty worse than Australia to start off at. So, you know, the orcs and the good guys and the ring had a certain path that had to go on. And if it wasn't ended by the time it got there, then there was a fucking weird ass point system but there's three people against keith and i we ended it in the first fucking turn how did you end it because we get matching cards so we could cash them in and get and start to up our people real quick and then just kept rolling sixes mm-hmm. so luck <laughs> yeah, and luck. the other thing well no usually it took us about 10 turns to end the game because people just don't think strategically i guess mm. i don't know but um, I like that one time I backdoored Andy yeah. <laughs> and that Star Wars one. Yeah. It's like, well, you, you, I was amassing very casually on the front and I was like just pretending I was going to protect this backwoods planet, but it had a hyperspace route to the other side of the board where he didn't leave anybody to defend. So I had like two or three, two or three all across his front that he was pushing and I had like 50 that I just backdoored and wiped them all out in one turn. <laughs> But in Lord of the Rings Risk, you could also go through your teammates' zones. You couldn't attack, like, if there's zone A, B, and C, and I'm in C, and Keith's in B, and the other guys are in A. I couldn't attack, but if I had guys in A and C, I could pass through B to put them in that. But we just... It was a different rule set. It was, it was, it was, it was different. They added more to Risk that kind of sped the game up. But, I mean, yeah, it's something we played all that damn oh, time. Keith, while we're on risk, hold on. It's completely off the subject of Lord of the Rings, but maybe not really. The guy, it was your freshman year, the risk player. Yeah, there's this guy, no idea what his name was. Uh, he had 666, wrote in ink on the back of both of his hands because he wrote sixes <laughs> all the time. And he did. He would pick up the set of dice and roll sixes every time. Uh, whether by trait, skill, or whatever. And it came to the point that it was one of those he couldn't play risk because he just rolled sixes all the time. So yeah, didn't yeah, you say we he made was, a deal with the devil really or something? Really into risk because we had that little study room that we took over was the war room, and on the board and stuff we had like all the scores from all the risk game and like who was ahead in the standings in each each map we had is like a year of a war and it was like this long like fifty year war we had. Go, oh yeah, we was really into risk there for a while. <laughs> I think that was a year before I got up there. Yeah, it was my freshman year. Because so. it was Jeremy and I that was really got into it. Because we had so. that one risk game that stayed in the lounge for like yeah. 10 days or something. It took yeah. forever to complete it. 
I think we eventually just went, fuck it, it's a draw, let's, yeah. let's move on. So how did you win it in one turn? It was, literally, we just kept rolling sixes kept and just rolling sixes them out. And just push and push. And it, you, you know on risk, if you push too far, it was gonna, this was enough that we kept matching cards and getting the hits on stuff that it was. And then finally, I think it kind of became a, let's see if we can just push this to see what would happen. Yeah, because so. we both amassed, and we just kind of split and went, you know, did the whole engulf them like an amoeba thing. And it literally was one of those like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to leave one guy in every spot. I want to keep yeah. attacking until I can. And we pushed through. I it. think it literally came down to the last guy, but we ended it in the first turn. Um, I think, is Alex taking another whiz? Probably. I believe so. Do we have anything else uh, we need to we talk about? We kind of hit on the Hobbit for... movie. Like I said, I've just seen the first two. They was all right movies. It just wasn't Lord, Lord of the Rings. Rings was. <laughs> yeah. It, it should have been two movies at most. They drug it out one, two. I don't think they use as much uh, model work as they did in the originals. It's mostly CGI, if I remember right. Well, and if I remember right, the reason the third one sucked so much ass is because the director dropped out and Peter Jackson was left going, well, fuck, I guess I got to do this now, and basically wrote the story while he was directing the movie. Mm-hmm. So that, that didn't help anything. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else we really need to... Need to hit on. I'm sure someone's Tolkien oh, or Tolkien co- person's yelling at us right now. I do have a copy, and this is from because um, we actually was kind of really into Lord of the Rings. I get to think about all the stuff we did. But well, the movies was out at the time, so it was yeah, big. Well, in Sky and Jeremy, we have that um, Lord of the Rings Trivial Pursuit game that's still unopened. Oh, that, we do. That um, I it's that mom and dad's it was the year that you could enter one of the boxes of trivial pursuit it was the contest has inside where you win the replica of aragon's sword with it the prize was never claimed i have an unopened box of trivial pursuit at mom and dad's <laughs> i kind of like to think the winning ticket the winning tickets in that box <laughs> put that fucker on ebay say this could be the winning tickets how much it goes for that's brewery money right there. That's 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 fifty grand. My man, fifty grand. I've always wanted to play that Trivial Pursuit. That'd be fun. The Lord of the Rings one. I have it. It's, I've always wanted. To, I've always wanted to get like you could say regular it, it regular Trivial Pursuit, Star Wars Trivial Pursuit, Lord of the Rings Trivial Pursuit, and then like some other dork genre Trivial Pursuit, and just combine them all. And you have to roll like. Uh, uh, you know the regular die to see which color you get on, and then you roll like a d4 to, to see, see which what, set yeah, your question yeah. comes from. Oh god! Okay, and you just so have this have... giant fuck fest of trivia. So I have regular. I have the geeky version, which pulls from any genre. Uh huh. And I have the Lord of the Rings. I have. I have a Simpsons one. I have a Saturday Night Live one. Which you know those are. I wouldn't of, be yeah. any good at either one of those. Mm-hmm. But we could do regular Star Wars. Lord of the Rings, probably, and the geeking one. Would yeah, if you open it. And just yeah. have a, like, a giant fuck fest of, of Trivial Pursuit. That would be, be a fun. lot of fun. Make it a drinking game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, because then tables will get flipped and shit will get thrown. Well, we that's tried, a monopoly. We tried playing that's monopoly. monopoly. No, that's, that's life. If yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we tried playing the geeking one, remember, at my house that night, and then a certain someone that's we know all know sit there and read all the damn cards so we can't play it again. <laughs> Who was that? I'm trying Who to think. Who is that person? His, his initials are J.G. 
The one I work with every day? Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Because yeah. I remember saying, I was like, what are you doing? Oh, I want to see what the questions are. I'm like, we can't play this fucking game ever again now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anything else? We, we kind of stalled for time here. Is there anything else you want to talk about? <laughs> I just want to rant about Lord of the Rings Conquest, really. So. <laughs> you can do that. I'm going to go to bed. Just hit the stop button when you're done. No, I don't have anything else. That's not else. that late yet. But. No, just definitely, um, if you're a big fan, check out Men of the West. Give those guys some attention. I might do that while I'm at work. Yeah, definitely yeah, I mean, give those guys like some attention because they're, they're doing a fantastic job. And unlike I'd, us. I'd really like to. Huh? <laughs> so unlike us. <laughs> and I, we need a YouTube channel. That's our problem. We got to get a YouTube channel. I've got the machines and equipment to do it. I got a camera. We can record this while we do yeah. it and put it on YouTube yeah. too. Got to get a YouTube channel. That's that's where the that's where the draw where the is. the is at. Yeah. Or get a GoPro. You can record the whole thing in here yeah. on GoPro. I've I've got a 1080p. We've been yeah, we've been talking yeah. about it for about two yeah. years, but we definitely want to do um, like Angry Gaming. Game. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, no, like two player Battle Toad. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, God. Mega Man battle 2, toads. two man Battle God. Toads. No, two's okay. Like nine and ten on the hard setting. We have yeah. good fucking luck. Uh, Dark Souls. We don't yeah. play Anybody can watch me play uh, Dark Souls or Bloodborne. <laughs> we, can, we can definitely See, do that. But it was one of those. Now, here's a question, even for our viewers. Let's say Alex is playing Dark Souls. We know Alex has a problem with Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard the story of Spartan kicking TVs and, and fucking shuriken in the wall CDs. And, you know, is that something that you would just like to see the gameplay and hear happened, or would you like to see the gameplay and in the little corner see happen? That, that's your question. That, now, that's I, your homework. Speaking of Bloodborne, I like to point out that it's free this month. It is March on PSN Plus. I already haven't played it, it so. yet, but I picked it up. Yeah. Which I need um, to repair my PlayStation so I can get it. There's button lag. That's all I'm going to tell you. Okay. There is. Because there's button lag in Dark Souls. Yeah. There, there's, yeah. there's no, it's worse than Dark Souls oh, button God. lag. At least in Dark Souls, you can backstab, and this one's a little bit fucking It's like more dive. And you know how, like, the Sega Genesis, you push the button about half a second later, Sonic's like, I'm going to jump. Uh-huh. Well, this is about three quarters of a second later. Okay, Jesus I'll dive. I, I don't mind the game <laughs> being hard, but don't artificially make it hard like that. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I'm going, No, move, you fuck! <laughs> Rachel's like, Just stop playing it for your blood pressure. I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> fuck! <laughs> fuck! Uh, yeah. I'll let you borrow it. If you want. Oh, wait, never mind. It's free this month. It, yeah. Um, yeah, both games, so both games this month I actually already have because the other's Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank like, reboot. Sons of bitches. That Ratchet and Clank reboot. Mother fucking final boss fight. God damn it! I don't. That wasn't. I didn't think it was that hard. Shut up! I had, I had everything maxed though, so I don't uh, because I don't man, do that. One of the hardest boss fights to me was that fucking T Rex in the Turok shitty remake with oh. Teal'c in it. Ooh. Oh. You know, just recently I've been Terrible. I've been really Shadow wanting Link to like doing the go cheap. get myself. What Shadow Link? Shadow All you have Link, to do is crouch in the corner. I said without doing the cheap way, like actually trying to fight him. Oh, nobody does oh. that. Yeah. Nobody in the right mind does that. You just that. go crouch in the corner and win. <laughs> that's Dark Souls. That's Dark Souls Zero. Is what See, that Dark is. Dark Souls One. All I did was backstab everyone. That's how I beat that motherfucker. 
backstab. I've been really wanting to play the Turok games again, like the original N sixty four Turok games. Fun. Yeah, God, that gave me that fucking T Rex so in the sick. first one. That son of a bitch. Yeah. God. Oh, now if you want a hard boss fight, play Gears on the hardest difficulty setting. The General Rom fight at the end of it. Oh, at two. No, one. Is it, that the first one you fight first Rom? One. Yep. Okay. Because the second one, you get on the Brumac and you get... That's Rawr. right. That's the... That's the uh, it's the third one that's like the final the boss clean. fight is basically just point and shoot. Yeah. You just do the Hammer of Dawn and yep. it's mindless. You have to dodge the queen no, stuff. No, that's two. Two is the one where all you do is point the Hammer of Dawn at the... Um, the um, the Brumac. Yeah, the, and then you ride one out of the... When they set off yeah, the light bomb, you ride one out. It's the third one you fight the queen, and she's a little bit tougher. Not as tough as Rom, Rom but... I have beaten it on... Was it Ultimate or Nightmare or whatever the highest difficulty setting is? Yeah. I've beaten Rom only because there's a small chance that he will glitch and get stuck on a box. And get stuck. And he got stuck on a box. Yep, that's the only way you Cheap beat way Rom. Win. <laughs> no, have you ever played the first Gears? No, I've beaten every Dark Souls but three. I don't because know, I'm talking about broke. Gears... I'm talking Gears of War, not Dark Souls. But no. You I was go, not a fan play, of Gears of War. Go because play I don't Gears like of War. Even on casual ROM He's is a bitch. bitch. Yeah. Go play Gears of War and try to beat General ROM. ROM is terrible, even on casual. I've got it on Xbox One, I'll let you borrow it. Sure, I'll try. Because I did I'm the remaster third one. person shooter. I finally got my first one at Fortnite tonight, by the way. I suck at that game because it's third person. But anyway. Yeah, I suck at Star Wars Battlefront 2, but I oh, still play it. I don't mention those games. Shut up. Anyway, we're way <laughs> off topic. Um, is there anything else we want to cover before we wrap up? First DLC for uh, South Park Fractured Butthole comes out I, in a couple I forgot, weeks. What is it Does being it? called again? What? I forgot what it's called. Um, uh, from Casa Benita from Dust Till Dawn. Yes. <laughs> Can I, do you have a PlayStation? Yeah. Uh, I need to fix my PlayStation. Though. I has it on the PlayStation. Don't I mooch it. So... Just buy it. No, just buy it on Steam. Play your computer for a little bit. True. Computer works. I don't even have Fractured Butthole anymore. But it anyway. was Fractured Butthole was good, but it was not as good as Stick of Truth because it took out the replay value. Because mm. at replay, the end it, of it, they go, here's all the powers. Yep. took the replay oh. value. They, they improved Stick of Truth, which is great, but I think you'd already lost some of the initial... Oh my god, this is so good because we haven't had anything like it. Firstism. Well, well, my whole problem with it, like I played the Stick of Truth a couple times because, like, oh, I'm the Jew. Now I'm, you know, something mm-hmm. else. This one, it's I'm this character, and now I add this one and this. this oh, one, now this I have one. access now to I all have of them. everything. Yeah, but the DLC adds another superhero or super, yeah, superhero class. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the uh, Dragon Ball uh, Xenoverse two content that they're going to be releasing or that they had said that they were releasing this month is out so you can now use uh, Ultra Instinct Goku from Dragon Ball Super. Jiren is in there. Um, We were talking about uh, Dragon Ball Super um, in one of the last episodes and how I wasn't really, you know, feeling it anymore. Right back into it. I was actually sitting there watching the latest episode screaming at the TV. <laughs> Just fucking smack him, Goku. <laughs> my, fuck you, Goat Man. This yeah. is my bridge. So, uh, you know, really getting ramped up. Uh, Super does uh, stop this month. Um, and they for, don't know. Japan hasn't decided if they're going to make Japan any more episodes or not. Japan has not decided if they're going to make any more episodes or now, not. Now, is that the one that Curatorium actually approved of? Unlike GTS? Yes. Okay, now... 
common misconception, we're going really off tangent mm-hmm. right, right now, yeah. but common yeah. misconception is they that Toriyama was not involved ago, in so. GT. But he was. <laughs> he was. See, I haven't watched GT because... Eh. He gave the go-ahead. It's sort of like... Um, the Star Wars Holiday Special. <laughs> how everybody seems to think that George Lucas wasn't directly involved. But he was. And in a way, he wasn't directly involved, but he saw the dailies. And he approved. And he approved. Okay. Because GT, I, I watched a few okay. episodes, and I'm like, yeah. eh. Yeah. Here's but Super I haven't seen yet. This one was like the cat guy in it, right? Beerus and Weiss, yes. Beerus. Okay, okay. I'll but yeah, if it. you've Beer seen Battle of Gods and Resurrection. I have not yet. It. Okay. I'll have to watch it. Um, I'll tell you what I've told our our viewers in the or viewers uh, listeners in the past. Same deal. Um, if you want to get into Dragon Ball Super, watch Battle of Gods, Resurrection F, and then skip all the way in Dragon Ball Super until you get to the beginning of the Goku Black Saga. Skip everything else because it's either part of Battle of Gods or Resurrection F or has. Just the worst kind of fucking filler feel to it that you don't want to watch it. Like the first third of Fellowship, bringing it back around. Yeah. <laughs> what, what I was going to do was leave on a question for our listeners. <clears throat> Who is more powerful? Super Saiyan 4 Goku or Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan Goku? On that note, we can quit anytime we want. Oh, but where's the fun in that? Good night, everyone. And that does it for another episode of The Geekaholics! What crazy shenanigans will our hosts get into next? Join us on the next fun-filled episode to find out! Same geek time, same geek channel! 